while. And you know what's amazing? It seems like every time that I think, okay, in fact, I think several times I've mentioned to him, well, we'll go through such and such a point. And, and then every time that I'm thinking it's about time to shut it down, somebody comes in and gets the Holy Ghost. And uh, I say, well, all right, God, I guess we're not done yet. Let's just keep going. As long as it's working, let's keep going. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so I'm glad. I'm glad to have an evangelist here who can walk in the Holy Ghost, who can feed us as a church, but can also reach out to those who need God. Amen. Amen. Brother Tolstad, we love you and your family. So very, very glad you're here. I want you to come take your liberty tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. What a wonderful time we have already had the presence of the Lord today. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a slow song that says, Hallelujah is my highest praise. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm thankful to know him today. You know, if we just sat back every once in a while and really thought about what he's done for us, it's not too hard to say hallelujah. You say, well, you don't understand my struggles. Well, I tell you what, when you really start thinking about everything he's done, your struggles start to diminish. Your hardships all of a sudden ain't as hard as you thought they were. Amen, amen. Well, praise God. I, I don't want to take a whole lot of time tonight. I know that we've already been here, but I do have a burden tonight. Amen. And I was sitting here thinking, Lord, you can lift it if you'd like. Amen. But Brother Daniel Stevens made this go into shock if there was like three in a praise God. But amen. I feel something tonight and I'm going to do my best to be speedy. Amen. I won't let you, don't want to hold you too late tonight. But Psalm 91, if you would with me tonight. Psalm 91, beginning at verse number one. Very familiar scripture to many of us, no doubt. Amen. Very powerful scripture, one that I have gone to many times in different times of life. Amen. Psalms 91 and 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Thou shalt not be afraid. Why? Amen. Well, I'm going to preach for a little bit tonight, hopefully. On God is my refuge. God is my refuge. Why don't I fear? Because God is my refuge. He is my fortress. I put my trust in him. I don't have to fear what goes on around me because God is my refuge. Lift your hands. Ask God to have his way in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. 
God, we're asking, Lord, that your perfect will would be done in this place, God. Have your way in this place, God. I need your touch, need your help tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, amen. And you may be seated. Praise God. I gave Brother Josh a list of 15 passages of Scripture tonight. Praise God. Don't get scared. We're probably not going to cover them all. I told Brother Brandon in the office, I said, I got a lot tonight. I doubt I'll get to it all. Amen. But there's just something about this thing when we think about a refuge. There was a lady that many of us may have heard about by the name of Corey Ten Boom. She lived in Harlem, Holland. The Ten Booms were known throughout that area for their hospitality, their care of others. Her father ran a watch shop that she worked in with her sister. And they were living there, of course, in the 1930s and 40s when all of a sudden Germany invaded and defeated Holland. They began to live under this rule. And they began to persecute the Jews, the Germans did. And uh, the Ten Booms opened their house to the resistance movement. And they went, came in and they built a secret room in Corey's bedroom. It was on the top floor of their house, the bottom, of course, being the watch shop, very narrow place. And, uh, and this, 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 this secret room was only about 30 inches wide and was the length of her small room. And throughout 1943 and 1944, there were always a few Jews or resistance workers that were living with them in their house. And if there were ever an emergency, and oftentimes that they would trip the alarm just for practice purposes, but no matter what was going on, if they heard this bell ring, those people ran and hid themselves inside this secret room. It is estimated that during this time of the war that there was over 800 Jews that came through their house in this period. In February the 28th of 1944, the Gestapo came and raided them and the alarm went off and they came scrambling into her room. If I remember the story correctly, she was not feeling well and was laying in her bed as they came running into the room. The Gestapo came in and captured them and throughout the day they caught 30 people that came through this house. The entire time that they were in the house capturing their people, there were six people, four Jews and two workers hiding inside this secret room. And although they were looking everywhere trying to find them, they could not find them because they were so well hidden. And it was several days until finally someone was able to sneak in and release these six people. Amen. And Casper uh, Tinboom, which was the father, he died 10 days later in prison. Betsy Tinboom died a few months later in a concentration camp. And Corey survived to tell their story. But to those six people that were hiding inside that place, they found a refuge. In the middle of a dark and bleak time in history, in a time when they were in such jeopardy, they were able in this little tiny room to find this place of refuge, a place of shelter. This word refuge means literally a shelter or hope, a place of refuge, a place where they can trust. There's that place that we can find that shelter. And no matter where we are in our life, if there's storms that blow into our life or trials, 
or hardships. I want to tell you tonight that we have a refuge and we can find it in Jesus Christ. We may not find it in this life. We may not find it in this world. We may not find it in our family. We may not find it in our friends. But I want to tell you tonight that we have a refuge in him. We can find him in the midnight hour when the tears are running down our face. We can find him when there's confusion. We can find him when we're hopeless. I'm telling you, we can find a refuge in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Too often we put our trust in our friends. We put it in our family. We put it in those around us. In our job. In our home. I'm telling you the only thing that we can really depend on is that we have a refuge in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is unclear in scripture who is the exact writer of this psalm. Some say it was David at the time of the pestilence and some say that it was Moses that wrote it. But I want to tell you that both of them knew what it was to face the storm winds of life and need a refuge. And I want to tell you they found a refuge and they found it in God. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. He will deliver us. He will cover us. He'll put his wings over us. His truth is our shield and our buckler. We don't have to be afraid of that terror that comes on us at night when we're laying there and the cares of life come over us and that stress begins to boil up. I'm telling you, when your refuge is in him, you can reach out and find that safe place. You can find that shelter. You can find that refuge. You don't have to worry about the arrow that flies by day, the pestilence that walks in darkness, or the destruction that wasteth at noonday. David wrote in Psalms 9 and verse number 9, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, if you bear down deep in those moments of trial, in those moments of heartache, in those moments of trouble, if you will seek him, I'm telling you, he will not forsake you, but he will be your refuge. He'll be the one that comes in and protects you from the storm. David wrote Psalm 57 when he was hiding from Saul in a cave. He said, be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. 
I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongues a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. Oh, they've come at me with teeth. They've, they've bared their teeth. They're trying to destroy me. But be thou exalted. Hallelujah. Don't go to sleep on me tonight. I want to tell you when you're in those moments where it seems like everything's against you, if you can find it somewhere in your heart to begin to exalt him, you can find your way into the refuge. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the midst whereof they are fallen themselves, Selah. My heart is fixed, oh God. My heart is fixed. My mind's made up. I've got my heart fixed. They can dig the pit. They can set up their snares. But my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up my glory, awake sultry and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations for thy mercy. Thy mercy is great unto the heavens and thy truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above all the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. David hiding in a cave. An army seeking him to kill him. But he said, hey, be thou exalted, O God. I have found my refuge in him. Yes, sir. Psalm 59. He wrote when Saul came to kill him. And his wife, Michael, the daughter of Saul, told me he had better save his life that night or forget it. He said, but I will sing, Psalm 59 and 16, but I will sing of thy power. Yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Unto thee, O oh my strength. He said, hey, it's not my strength. He said, unto thee, O oh my strength. You're the one I'm leaning on right now. He's trying to kill me. I'm running. My whole world's turned upside down. But unto you, my strength will I sing. For God is my defense and the God of my mercy. Hey, Saul could come against me. He could take my wife, which he ended up doing. He can give her to another. But God is still my refuge. I can run and have to make my company with the less desirable. But still God is my refuge. Psalm 62 and 5. My soul wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. He only well 
He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Selah. God is a refuge for us. Pour out your heart. If we want to find that refuge, we need to pour out our heart. Pour it all out. Holding nothing back. Not trying to be our own defense. Not trying to find shelter in something that we can put together, but to pour out our whole heart, every care, every hurt, every desire, every longing, to pour it out before him, and he'll be my refuge. He wrote in Psalm 71 and 7, I am as a wanderer, which refers to a miracle. I'm as a wanderer unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. My strong refuge. You know, there's sometimes in storms you can find refuge. You can find a place where the wind can't reach you. Get behind a tree, stand there real still winds blowing rain's coming by on either side of you but you're dry you feel pretty content till the wind shifts and then you're hustling around to the other side of the tree because you're not got a very good shelter but I'm telling you he is our strong refuge strong refuge A strong refuge. There's some, and if I just ask that you bear with me, though, but this is going to not make sense real for a moment, but I'm going to try to tie it together. There was a man, they had been delivered from Egypt. They were in the, the wilderness. There was a man that stood up and rebelled against Moses and Aaron by the name of Korah. Wanting power for himself. And he stood in rebellion to the man of God. In Numbers chapter 16 and verse number 1. It says, Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Ibiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, the sons of Reuben, took men. They rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. Said unto them, you take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them. And the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. When Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. He spake unto Korah and to all his company, saying, even tomorrow, the Lord will show who are his and who is holy and who, and will cause him to come near unto him. Even him whom he hath chosen will he cause to come near unto him. This do take ye censers Korah and all his company and put fire therein. Put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow, and it shall be 
that the man whom the Lord doth choose, he shall be holy. Ye take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. Moses stood in great fear. Because these men were not really standing in rebellion against him as much as they were standing in rebellion against God. Side note, when we rebel against the man of God, we are rebelling against the God of the man. The Bible says that he gives us pastors after his own heart. These were rebelling, and, and I'm not going to get into that. That's not what I'm preaching about this, this evening. But, but they rebelled, and so the very next day in verse 28 of chapter 16, Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of mine own mind. These men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. It came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them. The earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up in their houses, and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods, they and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit. The earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation. Imagine it would be an absolutely horrible thing to witness as God brought a judgment upon them. And Korah was taken, wiped out with those that were following him. But it was not the end of the line of this man named Korah. In Numbers 26 and 11, it says, Notwithstanding, the children of Korah died not. But there were some who had still stood in the right place and had to live the rest of their life carrying the title of the sons of Korah. Not exactly a proud heritage. But we read about them and they are always referred to as the sons of Korah. But it's amazing to me when we read in the book of Psalms that there are some Psalms that were either written by or for the sons of Korah. These ones that had to go on and walk through life with this hanging over their head that their ancestor was Korah. But it writes in Psalm 42 verse 1, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. They said, hey, we have some people behind us that stood in rebellion. But as for me, as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee. That's how much I love for thee. That's how much I need you. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. I've been there with tears flowing down my face. I can't go back and change anything. I can't go back and persuade them. It's over. But yet my tears have been my meat day and night. While they continually say unto me, where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. 
with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. Hope thou in God. Hope thou in God. My hope is in God. I can't hope in what happened back there. I can't change it. And yet the tears flow. But my hope is in God. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me. And my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God my rock. Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones mine enemies reproach me. While they say daily unto me where is thy God. They come in saying, where's your God? Where is he? Why art thou cast down on my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Psalm 46 and 1 for the sons of Korah. God is our refuge. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. He said, I want to tell you, the storms can blow, the water can rise, the thunders roll but God is my refuge and my strength. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. I tell you, he's a very present help. There is a river. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. 
Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Whatever your calamity, whatever your storm, be still and know that he is God. He is our refuge. If they're talking and whispering, saying, oh, look what happened to them. Where is their God? Be still and know. Be still and know. That he is God. If the storms are blowing in your life tonight. If heartache seems to be taking you down. And you're the one with tears flooding your cheeks. Let me tell you tonight that God is our refuge. If the trials that you are going through seem to be more then you can bear. Nothing is going right. Your joy, your peace seem to have disappeared. I'm going to tell you tonight, be still and know that He is God. He is with us. And He is our refuge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Feel this tonight so strongly. God is our refuge. When the storm winds are whipping, doubt and confusion can set into our minds. You know, I wonder sometimes about these sons of Korah. Living every day with that hanging over their heads. But somehow, though they were whispered about and talked about, their enemies came against them. But they said, still, God is our refuge and he's our strength. Very pleasant help in the time of trouble. I don't know why I'm going through this. I, I don't know why this storm came up right now. But I want to tell you tonight, all you've got to do is be still. And know he is still God. Be still. 
Don't make a rash decision. Be still. Don't let bitterness set into your heart. But let your soul be poured out before him. Let your heart be poured out before him. different story written about the sons of Korah. They could have allowed that to get down and dug to dig and allow a root of bitterness to come into their hearts. But instead they found a place where they could pour out all of their soul. Where they let it all be poured out before God. Where even with folks whispering and looking at him as a son of Korah, as a son of the old rebel, as a son of the one that was swallowed up, that God destroyed. When they came into the house of the Lord, they lifted up their voice and exalted him. And they found that God was their refuge. God was their hiding place. They could find that place in Him where they could pour it all out before Him. You stand with me tonight. I don't know what your storm is, I don't know what you're facing. But I believe that God sent me here to tell somebody tonight that he wants to be your refuge. He wants to be your refuge. He wants to be your hiding place. But you got to seek after him with your whole heart. You got to let your heart be poured out. You got to let your soul be poured out. You can't hang on to the old hurt. You can't hang on to that old way. But somehow, no matter what's going on around you, you got to find a place where you can let it be poured out. And you can find your hiding place in Him. You can find that He is your refuge. Hallelujah. You can find that place where no matter what, you can lift up your hands and say hallelujah. The tears may still be flowing. But I'm telling you, when you make your way into the hiding place, when you make your way into that secret place of the Most High, when you find that refuge in Him, he can take your burden. He lifts that load. He'll bind the wounds of the broken heart. He'll put peace back. He'll put joy back. He'll put meaning back. All because we made our way into the secret place. He made our way to a refuge. Every head bowed and every eye closed tonight. Hallelujah. You know what you're facing right now. You know what you're feeling. Amen. You know if you're the one that's been laying in the midnight hour, tears saying, where is your God? I want to tell you, God is in this place. 
And all you have to do is pour out your heart to Him. Pour out your hurts. Pour out your complaint, if you would. Lay it all on the altar and make your way into a secret place. This altar's open if you'd like to come talk to Him. If you'd like to come and do a self-examination. If you'd like to come and find that refuge. Find that secret place. Won't you come and talk to Him? Won't you make your way into that secret place? Don't care about what's going on around you. Don't look at who's coming or who's staying. You know if you need that refuge. You know if you need to make your way into the secret place. You know if you need to find that refuge. Where life has beaten you up. And still it seems you can't find a way out. I'm telling you, the way out is to make your way into the refuge. That is it, God. Won't you come and find him? Won't you come make your way into the secret place? Find that hiding place in him. It's in him that you find peace in the midst of the storm. It's in him that you find direction where there's always been confusion. When you make your way into that secret place. He is that tower, that fortress. He's my refuge. God is my refuge. God is my refuge.